Welcome to the Empowering Ability Podcast. My name is Eric Gall, founder of Empowering Ability and Family Coach. And today I'm excited to bring you this conversation with mother, Alina, who has a 17-year-old daughter, Juliana. So Alina joins us to talk about their experience of going from Juliana really being completely dependent on mom to Juliana really growing her capability and her independence. So in this podcast, Alina shares how really she was doing everything for Juliana and that idea of independence was there, but she was just so locked into the habit of doing everything. And Alina goes into sharing why. And it was really for her, her fears. And when they were, those fears were kicking in, it was creating this sense of overwhelm and keeping their family stuck. And this might resonate with you and in, in your family situation. And Alina and I started to work together and that's when things really started to change. Alina's awareness and mental outlook shifted, which was really the key to unlocking Juliana's independence. And today, Alina no longer feels like the caretaker um, that has to solve all the problems. Juliana and Alina are now on a more equal footing, have more open dialogue, and Juliana is truly starting to lead her own life. So I'm really excited to share this conversation with you. Without any further ado, here's the conversation with Alina. Alina, thank you so much for being here and uh, spending a bit of time with us to share a little bit about your story. Hi, Eric. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be able to do that. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't we jump right into it, Alina? Maybe you can just kick us off by sharing a little bit about yourself and your family. Sure. So it's just the three of us, um, me, my husband, and my daughter, Juliana. She is. She just turned 17 this past summer. And she is going into 12th grade and um, she loves science and math, but especially science, uh, has a passion for marine mammals and sea turtles. And she was really excited this past year that she was able to do some volunteering for um, the New York Marine Rescue Center. And it, it gave her her first taste of what uh, a job situation is like and and was something that, that she's really passionate about. So the motivation, uh, you know, to do well there was very high. Um, and uh, she uh, she's been growing a lot in um in her, i think in her her self confidence and and uh you know belief in herself that that she can do things whether it's um you know taking on uh, a job like that or or you know increasing her her independence so um yeah, she's uh, she's doing great. Oh, I should mention she also is a beautiful writer, and she got to um, recite a, a poem that she'd written for the spring concert at her school la last term, and that was super exciting. And uh, she uh, she doesn't uh, she doesn't speak. She 
communicates uh, via an, an iPad with a communication app. Uh, so she, you know, input her poem in there as she does all her communication. And um, she wanted someone with a, to, she wanted a human inflection to recite her poem. So she teamed up with uh, another uh, student at the school who um, was one of the, the script writers for, for the show. And, and so she, she recorded her reciting of the poem and I wasn't there, but I hear from the teachers that both of them were really moved by the whole process and working together on that. And, um, and then for the performance, she was on her own on that stage while they, you know, she 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 made her device, you know, speak, and and then out came her her you know her colleagues, you know, uh, voice, and but but it was her poem, so she was the one, you know, up there on that stage, like delivering it mm. in, in that way, and um, you know. Um, it was really uh, a moving experience, and she wants to do more more writing, and maybe combines science with with writing. Um, you know, write science oriented newsletters or a magazine that's you know about science. You know, so um, yeah, that's lots awesome. of things cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome to hear about Juliana exploring her interests. And um, I the, I've had the pleasure of communicating with Juliana um, once or twice now. And uh, yeah, she's, she's such a bright light and has such a beautiful soul. So, um, and yeah. I'm going to, if, if it's possible at some point, I would love to uh, read the poem or if there's a clip or something and we'll connect afterward on that maybe, but um, sure, sure. I would love that. Yeah, yeah awesome. she's written a couple. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit, um, uh, 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 Alina. Um, yeah. So we met each other. We were just chit-chatting before we hit the record button here. And um, it was around 10 months ago. So it hasn't been a long time, but it's been a little bit of time. And um, I had the pleasure of uh, working with you and your family. Um on creating a life plan and the life plan coaching program. And mm. um, we'll talk a little bit more ab about that today, but I was, I'm wondering if you could take us back um, to a time before we, we met. Right. And yeah. can you just share a little bit with us around maybe just to give us some context, like what did life look like for your loved one before the life plan coaching program? Well, I was doing absolutely everything for her mm. without question. You know, um, you know, the idea of her being more independent and doing more things, it's something that, you know, her teachers mentioned, and it's something I knew in the back of my own mind, this somehow needs to happen. Um, but, you know, I was just locked into really a habit of just doing everything, you know, for Juliana without 
question, you know, really never giving her the opportunities to, to do things uh, for herself or even to just try or start practicing. Um, you know, I think besides the habit, I had certain fears surrounding that and was kind of overwhelmed by the whole prospect uh, of, of just beginning uh, on, on that course. And um, so, so that was one thing. And then for Juliana's part, I think because of the way I was, she, um, she kind of, which she took from that was, I can't, I guess I can't do these things. Otherwise, what, why would mom be always doing it all the time? It must mean that I can't. And, and she also had her own, um, you know, experiences of, of difficulty, you know, um, not to, to dwell on it, but she has, uh, some fine motor issues, motor planning, uh, proprioceptive issues, which means someone has a difficult time kind of feeling where their body is in space. Like, you know, most people, if they close their eyes, they know this is their, their, their nose. They sense where their nose is, you know, or any other part of their body. Um, for Juliana, that sense is very, um, um, diminished. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, learning a lot of skills, if you have some of these challenges, it, it is harder. So she had her own experience of like, gosh, it's really hard to learn these things. And then noticing that other younger kids were doing them easily. And that didn't make her feel great about herself. And then my whole approach of like, just swooping in, you know, and, you know, like not wanting things to be hard for her, you know, and, you know, that just kind of reinforced this whole pattern. So she was very, um, very reluctant to try the times when I did say, okay, let's work on, you know, this skill or that skill. I was then met with a lot of reluctance from Juliana. So then it was like we were stuck in this whole catch-22 between the two of us, my fears, her fears, and feeding off each other that way. Because then when she was reluctant, then I was like, okay, it's too hard. So I just need to keep doing right. it. Right. And- I, I, feel like, I feel like families listening to this conversation can resonate, right? Like their, their, you know, uh, loved one is obviously going to be different than Juliana, but, uh, you know, as I hear you talk about it, your experience and those habits and patterns that you were in, uh, you know, those definitely, uh, existed and still exist to some degree in my family. And I see them between my sister and my mom, my sister and me. And I hear families talk, uh, talk about this, um, the same thing you just shared, right? With that, with that uh, swooping in or that fear of, um, you know, uh, giving our loved one the opportunity for whatever reason, and then our loved one having the fear or the reluctance or the pushback, the resistance. So, 
um, I think a lot of families can can resonate with that. Uh, yeah. You know, so um, so that kind of gives us a context for what life looked like before we started working together. Um, and then, yeah. so <clears throat> you've taken the life plan coaching program and we've continued to work together past that. But what would you say are maybe the two or three biggest changes or shifts that have happened in your loved one's life um, and Juliana's life? I keep saying loved one, but Juliana's life um, yeah. since, since taking the life plan coaching program. Yeah, so I think the biggest shift was just a a change in in our mental outlook mm. and uh awareness. First awareness actually. First the awareness had to come that like oh my gosh, these are my patterns. These are the things that I'm doing and then taking apart the reasons why you know, exploring those, those fears, examining them and, and, and just becoming aware of what, what I was doing and why, and, and how those patterns were unhelpful. And, and then, you know, um, talking to Juliana more, it, it, it led to my having more discussions with Juliana about um, the whole process of, you know, um, not only independence, but what she, what her life goals were and, you know, and, and um, this was the first time she made the connection between, oh, I want to do these things in life. But in order to do those things, I'm going to need to grow my independence mm -hmm. or it's not really going to be that possible. And so um, that dawning realization for her was a big breakthrough for, for mm -hmm. Juliana. And she um, is that really motivated, mm. you know, but then led her to the question, OK, how? And, you know, and led me to the same place. But then, um, you know, in, instead of, you know, just going back into our old patterns, because clearly they, they weren't helping Juliana or, or me for that matter. Um, you know, we started troubleshooting together. Um, well, you know, okay, so, so these are the things you want to do. And then these are the areas where your independence needs to grow. Um, so how, how can we do that? You know, or, um, or, with, or if there were other, um, you know, skills that needed to be worked on, you know, uh, con like controlling impulses or whatever it was that was, you know, potentially going to stand in the way of her greater goals for herself. Now she was more willing to, um, to work on it. And we started having more open conversations. I feel like a lot of the, uh, the exercises that we needed to do as part of the course 
were great starting points for conversation. They almost kind of forced the the conversations. Like I couldn't even really complete the exercise until I had a discussion about it with Juliana. Um, and so that opened up a whole different way that we were relating to each other. Mm. Um, now it wasn't me as the mother feeling, okay, I, I, I am her caretaker and I have to solve all of her problems. Um, it, it brought us a little bit more on an equal footing. I mean, she's, I'm still the mother and she's still the daughter and, and, and we're different ages, but, but still a little bit more on an equal footing in that we're having this open dialogue and, and, you know, Juliana, uh, I would say actually came up with more of the solutions than I was ever able to in terms of, you know, what would help her most or how she needed to learn. Um, you know, so, and, and, and that took a certain burden off of me. Like I thought I had to figure out everything and I realized, no, I don't have to. And in fact, it's actually better if Juliana figures out some of the solutions to some of these challenges for herself. Um, because, and that process has just sparked so much growth in her just as a person developmentally, mm. you know, thinking out these problems like, okay, I've got this challenge. Gee, how am I going to work it out? What do I think? And maybe the first thing she thought of didn't work, but it got her thinking. And then usually what she would ultimately come up with that worked. I mean, you know, I probably never would have, come up with with that because you know she knows herself best she know she knows how her body feels how she thinks how she you know she's she you know so um it 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 makes a lot of sense that um ultimately uh she really needed to be involved in this in this process um instead of you know me just coming up with everything. Yeah. So it sounds like you started off by interrupting the pattern that you were in and disrupting that pattern, having more conversations with Juliana. Um, yeah. Talking about more big picture ideas. What do you want to like life goals? What do you, um, you know, it's that age that Juliana's at, right? Going into grade 12, you're starting to think about well, what might my next step be after well, hey, high school, right? So it's a good time to yeah. be having those conversations. Sure. And um, it really sounds like you've leaned into being more of that coach. And well, Juliana, you know, what do you want? What do you think? And it, it's it's really cool that you shared that that light bulb went on for Juliana when she's like, this is my goal. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to try. But then how, right? You said she was asking the question, well, how? And then that's, yeah. you you know, you started to break it down into smaller steps. Into, yes, that was a big piece of it. Yeah, breaking into, it down. 
yeah, into like, well, we need to develop some capabilities, right? And I mm-hmm. use that word capability interchangeably with independence, mm-hmm. right? So, um, well, we need to build a little bit more independence in this area. And then you shared that being well, a motivator, right? So I yeah. think all of that, you know, that that's awesome. And I think that's really helpful um, for, for families and uh, folks listening to this conversation. Um, one thing that you, you mentioned, Juliana, or sorry, uh, Alina, was uh, the fear. The fear yeah. of, and I, I think you referred to it when talking about maybe Juliana having more independence. Um, there's another time you referred to it as well, but that that fear can get in get in the way of even yeah. getting started with with thinking about the future or doing some planning or trying to, you know, uh, interrupt that pattern that we might be in. So right. how did you initially get past that? How did you initially get past that fear to say, you know what, let's try something different? Uh, well, I will say um, this exercise that you do very early on in the course really helped me with that, where um, we had to identify uh, one fear um, and then and then break it down. Um, and, you know, think, okay, so we're afraid of that. If that does happen, what are we afraid might happen if, you know, the thing we're afraid of does happen? Mm -hmm. And then, okay, how might that be dealt with then if it does happen? Or, uh, or how might it be prevented? Are there things that we could, actions that we could take now? to to prevent that and it it was very empowering because then I was like oh wait there are maybe some things that I could do to you know uh prevent this from happening or or mitigate the after effects of it if it does happen it it made me feel le- less powerless and 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 uh and less afraid like okay this is something that, you know, we we can deal with this, you know, and, you know, and one can kind of go through their different fears and go through that, that uh, process. And uh, I, I found that that, well, that really helped me to, mm-hmm. to do that. It, it um, just getting it down on paper instead of stuck in my head, rolling around in my head, keeping me up all night. And I'm not being dramatic. I mean, this literally was happening. I was having so many sleepless nights as, you know, Juliana had turned 16. I was like, oh my gosh, we have to start thinking about transitions. And, and then, you know, so something sort of snapped in me and I realized, my God, I haven't really done anything to promote Juliana's independence because I was, you know, uh, I didn't even understand the patterns I was stuck in, but I just knew that I hadn't really done anything. And like now all of a sudden, wait, now she's this age and, and, uh, and how's she gonna live the kind of life that, that I hope, you know, that I, that I hope of hope for her and how is she, you know, and what she hopes for herself. And, 
and how is this all going to happen? And, and, and then I just started thinking about all the eventualities of, you know, um, what if this happens and that happens and, you know, and literally I was having multiple sleep, sleepless nights and I was like, okay, something, something's got to change. Something's got to give, we've got to find our way out of this. And thank God I found your course because that really was like, it, it was like, a um, it was like I'm blanking on the word, you know, the like the the round life thing that you throw in the water to save a drowning person. I'm blanking on what they're called, but that truly is what the 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 call the the course was uh, for me because uh, I, I really was in that panicked place, and then just doing that exercise, getting it out of my head onto paper. And then breaking it down like that, it kind of took a lot of the beast out of it mm. for me. There, whereas when it was stuck up in my head, you know, um, as just some big insurmountable problem that that you know was gonna just, you know, um, be something that that we couldn't deal with. Now it became something like, oh, okay, that's what it is. And actually we can deal with it. And these are some of the, the steps that we can take that really, you know, changed the whole way that, that I was dealing with and uh, approaching uh, my fears and um, enabled me to to set them aside. Um, there was also another exercise, like what are the, what are the potential harms that could happen if we give into our fears and don't do this work, um, you know, of trying to, you know, increase capability or independence and, 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 um, and, and kind of, you know, step back and, let our loved ones have a life, you know, what are, you know, can stay in that kind of, you know, um, overprotective mode. What are, what are the downsides? And, um, you know, and I realized that the downsides were, were that she wouldn't have the life that, that, you know, that she would like for herself and that she wouldn't feel fulfilled and be really unhappy. And I realized that that also was the same outcome that, that the fears were provoking. I was afraid that, oh, if these things happen, then she's not going to have the, the life that, that she's dreaming of. But that also wasn't going to happen if I gave into the fears and, and did nothing because I was too paralyzed by fear. Right. Um, so, the, you know, realizing that also helped. I was like, you know, we actually have a better chance of, of, um, you know, of, of, uh, more positive outcomes. If, uh, if I can, you know, set aside these fears and not let them overwhelm me so much and right. just do the work. You know, right. yeah, well, I applaud you on doing the work because it takes courage to do that work, and it's 
hard work to do. And I've seen it happen again and again for families. Once we take some time to um, get those fears down on paper, to to process them, to think about safeguarding, right? Like you, like you mentioned, preventing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah. how, could we, how could we repair if it did happen and, and work through, well, if it did happen, like what would actually be the impact, right? And, and to think through them, um, that, like you said, that can help us shift our focus from the fear onto the possibilities and yeah, um, the possibility of that awesome ordinary life. And when we shift our focus, that's the direction we start going in, right? Um, yes, and that's absolutely. a powerful, really powerful shift. So, what are what are you excited about for uh, Juliana and her awesome ordinary life moving forward? Um, I'm excited about her little by little. Um, you know, growing in, in, in capability and in, in independence. Um, and I'm excited by her, um, you know, pursuing her interests. Um, I'm also excited by, um, ways in which she's learned to, um, adapt, um, and, and uh, widened her social circle um, a- as a result, and um, you know, so that that's very uh, ex- exciting too. And I'm looking forward to to that uh, growing more and more. Um, so yeah, I I think we're we're on a much more positive. Tra- trajectory um um mostly because of this change in mindset Mm. and um yeah it's it's been very positive and empowering and um yeah and i'm i and i'm growing more myself as a coach um you know it's a process too yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I love it. and so. I'm, I'm excited for you and Juliana as you continue to take those small steps forward as well, um, Alina. And just one last question here for you. Um, in in one sentence, and I know one sentence might be hard, but it's okay if you go use more than one sentence. Um, yeah. What has been, and I know you've shared a lot of things that you've that you've learned, but what do you feel is the biggest lesson you learned from the life plan coaching program? Could I backtrack it by sharing a little story? Sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's just it's something I really wanted to share, sure. and but it, it pertains to everything that we've talked about. So, you know, we've talked about Juliana being more willing to, to try and practice some of those skills to be more independent and all all of these things and, and her being involved in troubleshooting the challenges as, as they arise. Um, something that we've been struggling with for years. And I, I think I did mention it in maybe an EA club at some point, but 
has been sleep. You know, Juliana has been a, a poor sleeper all of her life. And um, I, I won't go into all the different things we tried or we're thinking of trying. But at the end of the day, it was when the question was put to Juliana, what do you feel that you need to relax in order to be able to ease into sleep? What are the things that you need to be part of your nighttime routine? What would, what do you think would help you? And You know, the the first thoughts that she came up with, they needed some tweaking. But, you know, eventually we got there. She got there. That's the thing. She got there. All the years of my trying, trying to come up with ideas, uh, various therapists, various teachers. I mean, years, like since she was a small child and none of it ever worked but it was when Juliana herself when when finally someone asked her those questions and I will say it actually was not me but I was in a place where I was open to oh yeah right right what do you think Juliana right it's you after all um and and I was in that place thanks to your course you know I think in the past it would have been I still would have swooped in with, what was this? This, 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 that, that, you know, but I was like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to let her come up with it because, you know, um, while, while I didn't think to ask at that moment, I realized, oh yeah, right. We should ask Juliana. And, and, and this problem that had been going on for, you know, over a decade, um, in, you know, a few months, Juliana solved it for herself. Wow. And now she, you know, goes, goes to sleep. She follows a, a bedtime routine that, that she devised, you know, and, um, so, you know, we're all able to get a little bit more sleep and, um, you know, so that experience made me realize how much the both of us had grown from taking this course that that she was in a place where she'd already been I'd been asking her about other things she'd already been used to oh right I can solve some problems I can think some things through um and not just follow whatever mom says and and I was in a place where I was like right right let's Let's put Juliana in the driver's seat. Let's let's let her, uh, you know, uh, troubleshoot this. And you know, so like I said, we were in that place where we were open to to you know to going about it in that way due, due to the the life plan coaching course and and you know how much we had had grown. Um, as a result and and so um yeah i i think um that and that that's the end goal i think isn't it to 
to to put our loved ones in the driver's seat to to enable them to um to to start you know uh helping themselves and living their own lives yeah so i i love that answer much longer than one sentence but definitely worth it sorry (laughs) thank you for sharing that story alina and it's yeah it's been awesome to to watch um juliana have the opportunity to uh grow her independence or her agency and to be making more decisions to feel like she's in more control and to see the impact and the results of that and the the i think the story and the experience of juliana's you know nighttime routine and how that's and her having control over that and how that's led to um her getting a good night's sleep um is a, a great example and what a huge impact that has right like to yeah. get better sleep right that just impacts your whole life so um, for sure <laughs> yeah, amazing alina well alina we appreciate i appreciate we appreciate you coming on and uh chatting with me today and, and sharing a bit of your story juliana's story and uh it's been awesome to see the growth that you've had and juliana's had and um just adding up through all those small steps and the work that you've put in so thank you for sharing and uh oh, excited to thank see you so much for having me yeah, my pleasure. Excited to see uh, how you continue to grow. So thank you so much, Alina. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. I hope this conversation with Alina was helpful for you and maybe it's given you more perspective on your own family situation and how you can start to take steps forward with your loved one. If you'd like a little bit more support, maybe on unlocking that awesome ordinary life with your loved one and more independence just like Alina and Juliana are working on, I invite you to join our upcoming free workshop. And you can get access to that just by going to empoweringability.org forward slash workshop, entering your email in there and you can join for complete free. So again, it's empoweringability.org forward slash workshop. We'd love to have you there. And again, I'm Eric Gall. Thank you so much for joining us today. Together, let's continue taking small steps forward.